Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Wednesday morning, July the 15th in 2020 on Winter Rise. We're currently in year A, proper week 11, which is the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. And on Wednesdays, we like to take a look at one of the auxiliary texts of the week. And there's several of them to choose from, but I want to go with the psalm for the week. It's Psalm 86, verses 11 through 17. So I'll read that passage, provide a couple points of reflection, and we'll spend some time praying along the general theme as we face our day together. Uh, thanks for making us part of your morning on When Our Eyes. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 86, verses 11 through 17. Teach me your way, Lord, that I might rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I might fear your name. I will praise you, Lord my God, with all of my heart. I will glorify your name forever. For great is your love toward me. You have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. Arrogant foes are attacking me, O God. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. They have no regard for you. But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength in behalf of your servant. Save me because I serve you just as my mother did. Give me a sign of your goodness that my enemies may see it and be put to shame. For you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. This is the word of God for us. Every social context and community has things that people are generally excited about and terrified of. One of the things that we see in the Old Testament is that there are a lot of things that threaten the people of God. And we see a couple of them here in the last half of Psalm 86. Psalm 86, 11 through 17 has equal parts praise and prayer. It's almost as if the psalmist is praying for something, but then praising God, re realizing the truth. Um, that he has learned from the very beginning. Just before I get into anything, I, just, I love this. Uh, the, uh, verse 16 says, Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your servant, show your strength in, in behalf of your servant. Save me because I serve you just as my mother did. Isn't that great? In a patriarchy community where fathers and sons uh, take the prominent position, I find that it's a, a neat anomaly here that the psalmist attributes some sort of an impression that a mother makes upon a son to know the ways of the Lord. Uh, but what we see here is that there's things that threaten him uh, again and again. He says in verse 14, arrogant foes are attacking me. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. They have no regard for you. Uh, go back up further. It says, uh, for your love is great toward me. You have delivered me from the depths and from the realm of the dead. Here are the two great threats that we see. In the Old Testament. The first threat is this the threat of encamping enemies or neighboring nations who uh, pursue the people of God. And if you know your Old Testament history again and again, it seems like they're always fighting off an enemy. And so here the psalmist is saying, God save me because there are people against me. But the second thing is equally as important. He talks about being delivered from the depths and from the realm of the dead. God gave a simple invitation to his people when he gave them the law of Moses. He says, choose life or choose death. There's two paths in front of you. And one of the things that they were taught from an early age is that they chose the righteous path and the laws of God, that their life would be preserved and that their life would not be cut short. But if they took the, the road that leads to death and destruction, they would be pulled into the depths. They'd get pulled into Sheol. And their life would be a little bit disappointing because it didn't amount to all that they had promised to be. And so here are the couple of threats. 
the threat of external armies and the threat of things that drive us on the inside to take the path that we should not take. And so here's the psalmist pouring out his heart and worshiping at the same time. Church fathers said that any anybody who sings, they pray twice. And I like the way the N.T. Wright says that when you sing, it's like as if you and I um, beat back all the weeds that can grow in the midst of our life. Uh, he says they're like the, the sturdy shrubs that one plants in the garden and doesn't give any soil or root system for the weeds to grow up within it. And so that's what praise does. Praise doesn't deny that we have trouble. Praise allows that trouble to be put into proper context. Yes, we have troubles that mount against us. Yes, we have troubles that bubble up inside of us. But we have a God who is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. He says, turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength in behalf of your servant. I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know if it's external or internal threats. But one thing I do know is that we call to a God who's worthy of praise. And so I'm going to pray a prayer that our hearts and our minds and our eyes would be fixed upon God. And uh, I like this verse 11. It says, teach me your way, Lord, that I might rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I might fear your name. What a gift it would be to have an undivided heart. One that can be sifted and tested and proved to be true. That's going to be my prayer this morning, is that God would give us an undivided heart that follows him and that calls out to his name. We'll spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that you're a good God and you're a God who sees all things. And even though you see all of us and all of our thoughts and all of our deeds, all the things that we do and all the things that we refrain from doing that you've called us to, I thank you that just as the psalm says this morning, that you're gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. God, I thank you that your mercy pours out upon our lives fresh and new every single morning, that great is your faithfulness. So God, the threats that are mentioned in this text are threats to our lives. We feel the threat of those external forces trying to pull us away from the direction of faithfulness. God, we also recognize that there are threats that are harbored deep within us and that cause us to lose sight of your ways. But God, we have the same request as the psalmist this morning, that you give us an undivided heart. What a gift it would be to be undivided, to be single-minded. And so God, this day I pray, that you would allow us to delight in the beauty of your holiness once again, that we'd be swept away and caught up in all of who you are, in your glory, in your goodness, in your truth, in your love, and that it would transform us, that we'd trust your ways, that we'd sing songs to you, that we'd flood our life with praise, which beats back the weeds of discouragement and doubt and dishonor. So be with us, King of Kings. Allow us to serve you only. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.